Welcome back to Bankrupt Overland. It is season two, episode one. Uh, what? It's like a Star Wars movie, isn't it? Damn. Isn't it? Except people can't see the streaming uh, letters and stuff that are going. Dang, that's crazy. Can they watch uh, it? Can they listen to it backwards and make sense still? Maybe, but you have to have it on vinyl to do that. Uh, got it. Uh, yeah. We are releasing vinyl soon. Uh, <laughs> Apple, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and vinyl. <laughs> Go find <laughs> us. Coming to a record store not near you. Coming out to a warehouse record store near you. Uh huh. Uh huh. Keep your eye out. Wow. Uh, well, as you can tell, the regulars are hanging out. Uh, we uh, we don't have any guests tonight. We had a guest. It didn't work out. Our audio got corrupted. Uh, Dean, we're gonna get you back in here. We'll get that going again. Uh, you think after thirty episodes we would uh, figure out how to do audio, but. You know, I mean, we're we're a professional operation here, LJ. Um, <laughs> we, are we have merch. Yeah. We have merch. We do I mean, have it's merch. Kind of a big deal. Yeah. Kind of a big deal. I mean, for some reason, the, so the podcast crew here is made up of two engineers and a sales guy, and somehow the sales guy is the one that's in charge of editing things. I don't know. <laughs> that does kind of sound stupid. Yeah, it does. Man. It's all good though. It's all good. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll put that one on my shoulders. Um, happy to take the take the hit on that one. Uh, but so we we have one less episode than we we're gonna have, and so we uh, yeah. Sorry about that. Crap happens, you know. Um, but anyways, this episode we have a whole lot of just good shit to talk about today. Uh, I think we're gonna talk a little bit about what 2022 looks like for everybody on here. Uh, I know Steve's going to be traveling all over the place uh, because he's got <laughs> yeah. so much free time now. Oh, totally. Tons, tons of free time. <laughs> he's ready to go. <laughs> uh, so speaking of that, let's let's kick into what we've been up to lately. Steve, oh, what's been going on in your world, man? man? Well, last time we talked, uh, I now have a daughter in that, has, yeah, that nice. has, has been birthed. Dang. So, <laughs> yeah, so she is here. She's happy. She's healthy. Uh, she looks like me, unfortunately. So, um, Poor girl. <laughs> I think she'll grow she has out a of beard? it. I think, yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'd be a little scared if she had a beard. No, no, she's she's absolutely beautiful. So, um, yeah. So she's was born December twenty seventh. It was a whole nightmare of a, uh, a situation. Emergency C-section, laboring for 18 hours, had to stay in the hospital, postpartum preeclampsia. I mean, I'm not going to go into all the details because HIPAA and all that, but um, we <laughs> ended up staying in the hospital for eight days. So oh my not fun. Gosh. Man, not that's fun. a long time. So, eight days with a literal newborn. So everybody's happy and healthy back home now. So we're good. Um, but that, yeah, that's that's what's happened to me since the last time we all spoke. So, so you haven't done any work on the Land Cruiser? I'm I'm preparing. So <laughs> I'm <laughs> there, talking there was, about it. Yeah, yeah there is a you're, debate. You're turning like, into a dad. You're turning into a dad I know, already. I know, I I've see. already got my New Balances and the uh, jean shorts. So well done, uh, man. Well done. <laughs> I already have the grill ready for the summer. So already seeding my lawn. No, um, so. For the longest time, we were trying to figure out what we were going to do with the back seat, uh, and because right now my LX has just two front seats, I pulled out all the other seats in the back. So, but 
tell them what you did. Is that what you're gonna tell them? Are you gonna yeah. tell them? Oh, yeah, I'll tell. <laughs> okay, good. So I pulled out all the, the seats for our big trip and then surprise, we're pregnant. I'm like, shit. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> so like now I just have a two seater with three people in my family. So uh, I'm going to redesign the second row. Um, still want to keep kind of the same functionality, uh, but I am going to put back the 40% seat so that I could have a car seat. And it was kind of, it kind of sucked because we had this amazing snowstorm here in Middle Tennessee. And my wife and uh, our daughter couldn't go out with me when, when I was kind of driving around and able to see the, the, the beautiful snow. So um, not that not that Olivia could see anything beyond six inches of her face, but, you know, at least I could share that. You can both her. see. You can both see it. Yeah. You can't leave kids at home. No, yeah, no, you're not supposed to leave a, a eight day old baby at home, I guess, you know. Child protective yeah. services might come for that, but um, yeah. So it's that's that's nothing really major vehicle wise, but there's some things in the, the works, um, and then obviously something way down the road. Um, probably not this year, uh, but I do want to work towards building out a van at some point. So, yeah, nice, yeah, van life. I know. <laughs> I'll be, uh, you know, I'll be taking showers every day, so I'm not going to go full hardcore in man life. But so different than Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Got to do it. Uh, man, that sounds like a lot of things going on. Yeah, it's been crazy, but I've, I've been loving it. So, well, we're excited for you, man. Congratulations. Thanks, man. Thank you. I can't wait to get her out camping. That's just what I'm itching to do. So, uh, yeah. well, you're in the right group. Uh, yeah, and uh, Jeff can give you all the tips because I'm pretty sure he's had uh, his kids out when they were super young <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah, not quite. They were just under. Yeah, I think they were like ten months the first time they were both out with me. So it's no different than being yeah. at home as long as you have you know all the things covered, heating okay. up bottles or whatever it is. Yeah, it's it's no different than at home. It's probably easier. Cause you have to do all the normal house stuff. So yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that, but I got to plan a little bit to, to get there. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's what I've been up to recently. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I've, uh, I went do, I did some wheeling Saturday, went down, um, to the cove. Nice. Uh, you have a history with the cove, right? Yeah. That's where I, uh, blew my front diff (laughs) before the rally right before the rally um we didn't i didn't we didn't go that route this time we went down Hmm. on the bottom and then went up instead of the top going down and so a little bit different route a lot more water crossings i think we crossed water eight nine times a couple times went over the hood um yeah I uh, had to call Jeff on my way home because crap wasn't working right. <laughs> I was like, have you seen this before? Uh, my CDL wouldn't disengage. So I had to drive from basically Chattanooga to Nashville with my CDL engaged nice. the entire time. Um, it was wet was out, right? That's fine. It, it, no, it was dry. It was, oh, it was the road was dry. Yeah. Um, okay. Turning, turning was a little difficult. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, as long as I had speed, it wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, now I'm not sure what that oh, would have up. That's worse. But... <laughs> uh, good news is the next day 
I went outside and turned it on and it was off. So some, sometime between when I turned it off and turned it back on, it self-healed because it's a Land Cruiser and they just do those kind of things, I guess. As long as you didn't like Sir William, your, your, your interior, did you see what he did? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he sprayed it out like a Jeep. I'm like, Oh my God, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Yeah, he I, I, I told him we love I, you, buddy. We, we love you, man. But yeah, don't don't spray out your forerunner with water, man. Just uh, don't do it. It's like the luxury heated seats and everything. <laughs> oh man, yeah, water's crazy. So not only did I have the CDL issue, half of my dash panel decided not to work on the way home either. So my RPM gauge was bouncing around like it was at a EDM concert. Um, <laughs> my temp gauge was bouncing around. Like it was just like basically an EDM concert on my yeah. dash panel the whole way home. Oh, you know, oh, I had man. different lights popping up all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, man, I, I was like, I hope when all this dries out, we get back to normal. And, and luckily it did. Everything works normal yeah. now. Um, but water crossings, you gotta, yeah, they, they took a toll on the cruiser as far as just some electrical gremlins kind of popped yeah. up. Um, but it came over the hood like twice. Wow. And, uh, yeah, and it wasn't deep. just like still water either. It was moving water. Moving. Yeah. So, um, and I'll have a snorkel. So, you know, that made me feel real comfortable. Sure. <laughs> just, just so you know, the hood is actually higher than where the air intake is. So indeed, <laughs> yeah. and the fuse box yeah. that probably got wet and caused all my electrical gremlins as well. Yeah. So Toyota on the hundred series, I don't know if I've told you guys this, but on the hundred series, it, the, the air intake goes in right by the uh, blinker, right? Right in that front corner. Mm-hmm. It then travels in a tube all the way up to almost where the antenna is. So it does travel in a tube and it goes up on a backward uh, slope, goes all the way up to where the antenna pretty much is, right at oh, your door cool. jam there. So it does uh, help avoid like, you know, if the front goes just dives underwater and gets a big splash, mm-hmm. it's still sucking air in. And then as soon as that front end of the vehicle lifts up again, then you're kind of sucking from uh, fresh, um, nice. fresh air or sorry, air, no water. And yeah. it is, it is a little bit of on a slant. So I think, I don't know how they design it, how it keeps air, not water. I don't know how exactly it works, but. Okay. It, it is they thought about it at that. least. Yeah. yeah. Thankfully I, I would say, yeah, if you, if you submerge underwater, it, you probably don't have, but a few seconds. Um, but I'd say it was maybe one second of water coming over yeah. and then we were, we were out. So I, I wasn't too concerned yeah. and I was following another land cruiser. So I was like, if he makes it through, I'm going to make it through. And so I was, <laughs> uh, it's kind of like, Hey, I'm good. <laughs> Do you have extended, uh, uh, dip breathers and transportation all that? Do you have any- uh, I have extended dip breathers on the front and rear axle. I do not okay. have one on the transfer case. Okay. Haven't thought about that. Probably a good idea. Yeah. I don't, I don't have, have either. Yeah, I don't have either. <laughs> I just know everybody talks about it. So <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe in a week or two you we can talk about you extending those. <laughs> yeah. I've been so, in yeah, some I, water. My my oil's not milky. Oh, well, I, I guess you have to check it for it to you be do. milky. <laughs> you kind of have to check yeah. to ensure so that. I don't, yeah. I don't think it's milky right now. Nice. Does it feel milky? I guess it doesn't feel does it milky. Feel, does it feel like it's milky? <laughs> now that I think about it, it feels milky. It feels real thin. Maybe I'm going to talk to you guys about draining and swapping my fluid next episode. And we can all make fun of me when there's water in it. You're going to talk about a complex project now. You have mm-hmm. to. 
that's that that might take a whole episode to talk about how to do that. Whew. I don't know. Damn. I don't know. It could Pretty be much. crazy. Uh, so yeah. So we did the cove. Um, and that's I, a yearly kind of, run, right? I kind of. Uh, what was that? That's a yearly run. Like it happens <sighs> every year. They they have a yearly run. The New Year's one was uh, canceled this year because of a lot mm-hmm. of rain. Um, okay. Okay. So a buddy of mine. Really last minute was like, hey, we're going down in the morning for a day trip. Do you want to come? I was like, you know what? Okay. Sure. And so I asked Wyatt. He was like, yeah, I'll go. And so yeah, nice. did a little Father Sunday, cruise down, did some wheeling. Sure. Um, they got a big cave down there. So we had lunch by this cave and went, you know, through the cave and checked yeah. it out. It was Wyatt's first time in a cave. So he was uh he was oh, super stoked. stoked for sure yeah you know we got in the back and i was like all right we're turning the lights off and you know he was just so surprised oh yeah that it was pitch dark like what oh my god <laughs> that's awesome um and there's some other really good places to stop where you could run around so yeah he had a good time just being a kid and hanging yeah. out and doing doing that kind of stuff um yeah. i i freaking uh messed that new door up that i got oh no yeah yeah yeah, I uh, I was going through a really awesome area, and it was real rocky, and you know, really having to you know drive through it, if you know what I mean. And yep. I just got a little too close to a rock, and I heard a coke can crunch, and well, oh. uh, Cruisers <laughs> make a lot of noises, but you don't want to hear the coke can crunch. No, um, no, you sure don't. So I think I'm gonna oh, have no. to like, I'm gonna have to do some painting. I'm I'm gonna have to, yeah, it took Oof. off a little bit of paint. Um, so I'm thinking below my um what the plastic trim i'm gonna go uh with a rhino lining a paint match rhino line <laughs> okay yeah and, okay. and bring it an inch over the wheel well you know how we have that that extrusion on our wheel well that kind of comes out and maybe do that extrusion with uh with that like a because mustache on the wheel well yeah because it's there's not paint there now and I kind of have oh. to have some sort of paint there. Yep, have some huh. protection there. So yeah. I've got a little PDR work to do. Well, I've got to pay somebody to do some PDR yeah. work. <laughs> and then I'll have to pay somebody to also do whatever paint job I'm going to have done on it. Because it'll end up rusting and that's yeah. not good. And I don't want to have like a black spray paint. Yeah. Janky. <laughs> thingy, you can um, always You can always just grab some factory paint color and just brush it in there to... Uh, Cover it up for a little bit yeah I yeah because i don't really feel like fixing it right now but i don't want it to rust because yeah. the door still works so i'm not gonna yeah. get a new door now i'm just i just need it to not rust, rust and right. it's pretty scratched up and the paint's crappy now anyway so i'm not like it's not a beauty queen by any means y'all know that <laughs> <laughs> yep so i might just get some yeah get some paint and brush it on and send it because it's a lot of money to put into it. That's probably $500 in PDR work. And then, yeah. you know, I'm sure at least five to a grand in uh, rhino lining to go oh, all the yeah. way around the bottom like that. So yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't put that. I'd rather put that money into something else. It's cool. You could learn how to paint for that much. I know. I watched one of the guys from the rally that smashed his forerunner. That dude is work. impressive. He's a full on body guy. Silver forerunner. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. a full-on body guy. I'm like, dude, I thought he was just doing it in the garage, and then he just like fully whips out this professional paint job. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, you saw it. he just built a full rear, like rear tube bumper. Too. Yeah. Yeah, I did. That's he's awesome. talented. He's it's talented. funny how you go to the rally and then you mess a bunch of things up, and then you just have to spend money to fix them to do it again the next year. Or you just don't fix them and just do it again the next yeah, year. That's true. Yeah. 
I, the only reason I replaced the door last time was because it wouldn't work. You know, door's got to work. It's got to be yeah. functional. Yeah. Um, actually, the, the Land Cruiser that I was with out there busted their door, the same door. Oh, uh, we were we had to go down this really steep decline into a creek crossing. And um, uh-huh. one of those were like, once you get your wheels in the grooves, you can't really turn out of them, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And so it was a real tight turn. And he just took it too tight and ended up with his door on this tree. And he was like, can I back up? And I'm like, dude, you can't back up at that angle. Like you've got to go. And so it was one of, it was really, it it sucked because it was one of those where it was like, you know, you're going to hurt your car, but you have to go forward because there's no way to go back. And it just, you just heard the crinkling of the door as he went down. And oh man, uh, luckily, I think he just busted the handle and scratched up the door. And so I think he can get a new handle. He didn't rip the door like I did, um, when he busted the handle. So I think he can just get a new door handle. And and it's a black LX, so there's a lot of black vehicles, uh, in the uh, in junkyards. So he should be able to find a door pretty quick, I'd say, um, to to make it work. But yeah, there was some body, it was a, it was a rough day for the. I also hit my driver's side door on Damn. It, was, it was a rough day for the crew. <laughs> How many people were in the group? Uh, we had one, two, three, four, five. So we had a forerunner that was leading us. He got stuck okay. in a mud hole and their whole car got full, fill up with muddy water. And we had to winch them back out of the mud hole. And mm-hmm. it was one of those when they opened the doors, the oh, water just yeah. cascades out yeah. of the car. Yeah. <laughs> the, the uh, it was water. cold. I felt yeah. bad for them because they like they couldn't move, so their feet were just in the water, and oh, they were pretty cold the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> um, There's a Jeep uh, TJ on 37s that was out there okay. that um, was pretty good, uh, and then me, the other hundred series. There was one other vehicle out there. It was an 80 series. Yeah. Okay. A cool. triple oh, nice. 80 series that ended up leading, and they ended up having an issue too, uh, where the last water crossing he lost all okay. power basically over like 1500 RPM. And so we almost Weird. had to tow him out because he couldn't oh, have enough power to get over the hill. We don't know if it was like maybe water on the transmission uh, or what happened, but anytime he like put real load on the engine, it just, and went just right back down almost an idle. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was a rough, rough day at the cove for, for the vehicle. Man, um, I'm glad I didn't go. <laughs> Well, I mean, your car's already busted up anyways. It would have just been another another thing on it. So that's that's what I'm hearing a lot now. People are a lot of saying, hey, you know, you should get a daily driver. And I'm like, I don't I work from home. I have that one. Means, what do you mean? Yeah. It means that my car looks like garbage and um I need to find something else. It just looks like a wheeling rig, which is what it is. Yeah. 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 I dropped my daughter off at preschool today. And uh, my buddy, his daughter goes there too. And he's got, he drove his 60 series today, pristine condition. I mean, it's like the perfect tan 60 series with a nice little lift, um, perfect paint, perfect interior. He's got full on, um, I don't know if they're sleeve bumpers or what, but they're nice bumpers, like wraparound protection with a spare tire and all that. So it looks nice. And then there's my rig parked right in front with like a missing fender and just body damage all down the side. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, why are you going to do me like that? Yeah. Why are you going to make me look like garbage? Oh, so, man. Yeah, I, had, I posted a video of that on my Instagram and I was like, man. I remember seeing that. Yeah, it's funny stuff. 
was like, but, oh, there's there's Jeff's shitbox eighty. Oh, that's a nice sixty. That's a sexy sixty. Man, you guys are brutal. Yeah. Today. <laughs> that's okay. I don't actually go off roading uh, anyway. So, <laughs> hey, you did more than me almost. You were in the snow driving around. I had no snow. I was. I was trying to recover a buddy of mine that thought he could. Um, he doesn't listen to podcasts, so I can talk shit about him. Uh, buddy that tried to go <laughs> up a icy hill. He's like, I got lockers. I'm unstoppable. I said, No, you're not, sir. Um, and so he slid a little bit off the hill, and I had to go help help save his ass. But it's all right. Huh. So he, he tried to cool. use lockers in the snow. Yeah, like he has. So he has a really well built Sequoia, like lifted thirty fives. Tri- I guess it's triple locked. I guess it's considered triple locked. Um, front rear bumpers, sliders, a whole nine yards, uh, and it actually does really, really well. Um, <clears throat> but he just got lockers because he grenaded one of his. I think it's front diff, um, and so. Sounds logical. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah sounds about right. <laughs> well, we know this story. We've heard this story before. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard this before. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so he was like, uh, we don't get snow often. And there's a spot that I've shown him right around our, our house. He lives maybe five, ten minutes down the road from me. Um, it's literally, you go up this pretty steep hill, and it's like this antenna. It's just like, oh, it's, a, it's just a cool little hangout spot. Uh, and so he tried to hit it when it was snowy and icy, and uh, he got maybe six feet up the really – or three feet, Uh-oh. three to four feet, a little bit up the, the really steep part of it where it'd be, they put like a concrete slab and he just kind of slid down and off down the hill a little bit. So um, sideways. Yeah. So no winch. definitely a puck. Yeah. Yeah. Pucker moment for him, but yeah, we just winched him. So I had a, I have a, like a 30 foot um, statics uh, recovery strap that I don't really use it a whole lot, but it's, it's a good winch extension strap. If anything. So hold on. You, you were, you were, dogging yourself for not off-roading mm-hmm. but you're the actual guy who when he does go on the trail he has all the appropriate gear to help <laughs> yes. himself and others <laughs> i'm over prepared for me and okay. everybody else that yes. sounds good that's good <laughs> I, I, got I would you. say that's more of a positive than a negative <laughs> yeah yeah no it's if, if you get stuck i probably have something to help get your ass out of it no, so it's, it's real good yeah <laughs> yeah i also don't like i always feel guilty if i have to depend on someone else uh, for something so if i can help make myself more prepared yeah. going off road and if it helps others and it's a win-win in my situation yeah. in my, you know well, it's a mind. it's a good thing to do I, I pulled up on a, a recovery happening during that snow and the guy was using a chain and i was like <laughs> hey do you want to use this snatch strap that That's i have that might not kill people <laughs> when you pull this car out yeah. of the ditch yeah, um, oh man that's scary he uh well, I'm glad you're there he Jeez. happily obliged and I, honestly when i drove off i was like i probably should just let him keep the fucking snatch strap so that way he didn't <laughs> kill himself later and now I, I was guilty the rest of the day yeah. like oh my gosh this guy's gonna kill somebody yeah, yeah. oh man uh Jeez. but yeah that's uh that's dangerous yeah we yeah. did a couple recoveries in that day um you know, I just was heading to the grocery store to get some things and yeah. it's hard to pass people when you see them stuck and you're like, well, I mean, I can just tug you real quick and you'll get out. Yeah. And, yep. you know, there were some of though that I were like, nah, you need a tow truck because I would, <laughs> I'm not going to be liable. Uh-uh, no, because that kind of scares me. You know what I mean? Oh, like if sure. you, you know, if someone, someone's car gets torn up or you're trying to be a good Samaritan, they can oh, yeah. sue you and, yeah. and you're out, you know, just for trying to be a nice guy, you've now got to deal with court. Yeah, that's and brutal. Everything else. So um you know you can't just like you don't like have a waiver to go hey sign this waiver so you yeah. don't sue me um <laughs> yeah there's like one car in a ditch and like they were halfway in the road and halfway in the ditch and 
you know, I was like, if I could pull them, I couldn't pull them straight because it was in a curve. And I was like, I can't stop and help them because I'd have to pull them against traffic and then they could slide on this ditch. And yeah, that's just dangerous. You don't want to mess with that. So, um, but there were so many cars, like people, why do people do that? Like if they, they're like, just, just, I don't know. It's wild. I mean, I get it. Like you want to see it's pretty when it snows here. It's really pretty. Uh, and we don't get it too often. So it's, it's exciting to go out, but a lot of people just aren't prepared, man. Just yeah. don't have the vehicle for it. They don't, they don't know what they're doing when they try to get out of a stinky situation. So yeah, well, that was a bad one too. Cause it it's started crazy. at like seven thirty, yeah. And so yeah. you had a lot of people who might've already been at work mm-hmm. and then, you know, had to get home. And yeah. you're like, oh, crap, I've got to drive home in this now. Because it came yeah. down, like, it started snowing. And within the first hour, roads were covered with an inch or two of snow. And yeah. it was it was a pretty quick, quick Yeah, it looked pretty here. deep. Yeah. Yeah, we got like seven inches here at my house. That's a lot of snow. Yeah, yeah it was quite a bit. Yeah. We probably got close to that, yeah. So I, I was ready to go because typically we get snow. Or not typically, I guess. You're on the higher than, yeah. We're up on the mountain. We're, you know, 1,500 feet above Chattanooga. So we get, you know, a decent amount of colder weather. It's about eight degrees difference. So I had my rig all ready to go. I had the tires aired down. I had my straps. I had two snatch straps. I had my chainsaw ready to go. And I was going to go out and just cruise around and, you know, see if anyone needed help being pulled out or or if there's a tree falling down. I mean, there's my house, there's pretty much three ways to get down the mountain to like other towns otherwise we're secluded up here um and one of the one of the ways that i tried to go down i must have gone down right after they cleared a tree because there was you know two trees across the road and you're not going anywhere and then we have the front of the mountain which basically is if that gets closed you're on a 25 mile loop just to get to that frontage road you know so it's 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 pretty um there's only so many ways up to our house you can't go through a neighborhood and go down a different way so i was ready to go with my little dewalt chainsaw battery powered and some toe straps i was going to conquer the world well i hope you get your chance it is early in yeah, winter uh, it is. we normally get snow at least through march normally first week or two of march we'll have our last snow so hopefully we'll have a few yeah. more i hope so figure we will yeah yeah well anything else you've been up to jeff um so I did take the rig out wheeling um, with my neighbor and his Jeep. We went around did one of the areas. That's, he did. Oh. Um, <laughs> and I'll probably get a text message next week saying you're an asshole. But, um, so your friends yeah, actually did... listen to the podcast. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's why you call them friends. <laughs> I can oh, laugh man. because mine don't listen to it. So. Uh, man, I'm sorry. Um, you gotta find better friends, Steve. <laughs> wait, um, wait, wait, wait. Are we we're friends with him, right? Yeah, you guys are my yeah. friends. Yeah. <laughs> what did I just say about us? <laughs> LJ, edit this out from now on. <laughs> oh man. Um, so we went out wheeling. We took a couple there's a couple, you know, fun trails. There's some aggressive trails. And yep. from the last time I was there, it was a lot more aggressive, um, to get down to one of the areas you're tilting down on the front, uh, left side, the driver's side. 
and you have to drop off this ledge. And as soon as you drop off this ledge, you just immediately hit sliders on both sides. So it's a, it's a two and a half foot drop just straight down and you can kind of walk down it. Um, but I went down that section and it was pretty, pretty rowdy. And, um, we, I got down to the bottom. We were trying to find a way for his Jeep to get down there. And he was on a, a super gnarly left-hand downhill turn with like a ridge. So like the back, the back, uh, passenger tire was like way up in the air. And I'm like, mm-hmm. let's go back. This is not, uh, happening, but, um, he did have his, uh, front locker and rear, uh, limited slip in there, posse. And that was working really well. So that was cool to test that out. Oh, good. But, um, on the way out. So we found another way down for his Jeep and it was, you know, it was more of a dirt, um, mud section with a little bit of a drop. So we went down that route, but to get up it, it was, um, a decent, decent climb. Cause he had all four tires spinning, trying to get up this little hill. And, um, in doing so, I think the drive shaft might've bent there. And it turns out the people who did the work on his Jeep put the wrong drive shaft in it, or they sleeved it and it was too long. So it didn't have enough slip. The slip yoke wasn't long enough. So, um, it hit, you know, kind of just bottomed out and bent. So Mm -hmm. we got out of there. He was in four low, you know, we're going slow, so we couldn't really feel it. But as soon as we were on the road, he immediately pulled over and he had, I mean, he said it was vibrating, but the drive shaft, I mean, it looked like a, like if you got a piece of spaghetti and you bent it like a smiley face, that's what the drive shaft looked like. It was, it was almost hitting like the body. So ouchies. Yeah. Um, so it's going back to the shop, getting fixed, covered by the the guys who did it wrong. So that's sweet. But, um, yeah, just did one little, you know, trip out. Um, and then, uh, did a camp out in the backyard with the kids, uh, this last weekend. Um, it was getting, it's cold right now. It's in the, it was in the twenties that day. And, uh, we pulled the trailer, um, the trailer that I built in the backyard, um, and parked next to our fire pit and just had a fire and a little, um, some hot dogs and stuff and just hung out, um, in the trailer, busted out the diesel heater and all the string lights and stuff. So we nice. camped real close uh, to home, which was kind of nice. Didn't have to go far. Sounds like fun. Have you done any work on the land cruiser? Um, rally? I have not. Um, I did leave it outside that night that I camp in the backyard. Usually I park in the garage. And the shower still has water in it. So the handle on the shower froze, like the attachment thing that I have, and it cracked it. So it was leaking water the next day or a couple days later after it dethawed. So got to fix that. But that's nothing. Are you, do you plan to put your fender back or your, your trim back on your fender or are you just so going to run it? I, I would put it back on, but all the mounts just completely sheared off. So there's really no way to attach it. Um, unless I like to, fabricate new mounts in the plastic, just go to a junkyard, right? I can. Yeah. It's really hard. Cause it's a Lexus only Lexus had those. So there was only like, I don't know, 10% of the cruisers were Lexus. I don't know what the percentage is. You guys can let us know, but there's not as many Lexuses as the land cruisers. So only two years hard. of manufacturing, yeah. right? Yeah. 96, 97. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From what I know. So that makes it a little bit harder to find. Um, you can buy new ones for I think three fifty for the piece that's missing. Screw so, that. 
yeah, it's a little more than I want to spend. So that's not, that's not bankrupt overland. No, no. (laughs) So I might just have to, um, I might just have to take all of them off, weld and fill the holes and then paint the whole rig this, this winter, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, So we've been curious what your winter project is going to be. It sounds like you might've found it. So yes, I kind of have it, but I have a big honeydew list also. Um, so if I can get that one done, I might be able to do some other projects, but, um, as far as building a trailer, probably won't be doing that. Um, I mean, I saw, we saw you build a trailer and remodel your entire kitchen last winter. So I'm pretty sure you could probably handle a couple of honeydews and paint your car. I did the kitchen first though. So that that's the brownie points to allow me to suffer for the next two months. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe, maybe we'll get it. Maybe we'll get it painted this or maybe it's going to have to be, it can't be over the winter. I got to do the body cold. work and stuff. It's too cold to paint. Yeah. Even in your garage. Um, Cause if you have the diesel heater cranking, I bet you. Can yeah. The, the, the land cruiser doesn't really fit down there. It uh, would fit if I didn't have like the rear bumper. Ah, okay. It's like, I think it's like 17 feet from front to back. And I have my motorcycle okay. and a bunch of tools and stuff in there. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be too small to get around it, which was kind of what I'm saying. Mm, yeah. But I, I could get all the body work done towards the end of winter, maybe, and spray it early spring. But I don't know. It's going to have to be like a f- spring or a fall project. Yeah. You're going to do your factory color if you spray it? Or are you going to go um, I was going to do like a, I was going to do like a darker gray. Okay. I'd like to do like a darker gray. Yeah. Um, the match more like, duct tape color or yeah yeah match duct tape would match it would match uh, <laughs> with the gorilla tape yeah, so, like, so i can get a little better fold because the, the plastic is falling off i need a better yeah. hold yeah definitely the so, yeah, i'm gonna paint the whole tape. whole yeah. rig just to get matched to that color <laughs> whatever you paint it with just just make sure it matches with some dupla color spray paint that you can yeah. buy at Lowe's so that way when you need to touch it up after the next rally you can just yeah. rattle can so, it <laughs> i don't know if you guys have seen but they have i don't know if it's rustoleum they have these turbo cans have you seen those oh, are those oh, the ones with the triggers on them no no it's it's like two feet tall it's giant I've not and seen it's those. like Mm-mm. bigger than the normal normal spray paint can so it's like three spray paint cans and they have like just an amazing tip on them and people paint their cars with them like they they come in black and white and i think like another gray or something sounds like your speed people literally just paint their cars with them and then they just wet sand it and and just just polish it and it looks like perfect i'll I'll have to show you guys the videos later it's it's really funny or or look it up if you're listening Um, Look up the turbo can paint job and there it's pretty crazy. Oh, you said it's Rustoleum turbo can, right? I believe it's Rustoleum. Yeah. I can fact check that for you. You got a fact checker. (laughs) We're still, we're still interviewing for a fact checking intern. If anybody's interested (laughs) in sitting around and fact checking for us while we're on podcasts, we don't pay anything. We We might get you a hat. I mean, we, I bet we can get you a hat. Maybe, Maybe one of the older ones. Yeah. <laughs> one of the, yeah. One of the... <laughs> oh, Here's your okay. turbo can. That is yeah. a big can. Um, that's that can is larger than your can? average can. It's that's like, like a, I said, 
four times. She tells me not to worry about size can. Yeah, it is. That's right. (laughs) Don't worry about this can. (laughs) But they come in a bunch of colors or a couple colors. And that guy painting is freaking jacked. What's this guy doing? That's what that's what the turbo can gets you. Don't worry about that guy. (laughs) Don't worry about the turbo can guy. But yeah, it, it comes out really fast, has a lot of pressure in it. So people yeah, yeah. paint their cars with them and the paint jobs turn out great. So I went to Ace Hardware up here and I found this color that I really liked. It was a satin color, which I think would be good. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, it was really close. It was called like an iron gray and it was really close to the Ford Raptor gray that like that flat gray. Yeah, it was really close to that. and. They had like four cans. So I bought them. I'm like, I'm going to paint the car this color. And then I asked the guy and they, they discontinued. I was like, can you try oh, to discontinue? So I was like, no, man. But yeah, I need to, I need to find some sort of color that I can do um, yeah. and just kind of wing it. I, I want to Raptor line it, Raptor line it, but I don't know. I think it's like it's a trail truck but i think that's like way more trail truck than like kind of classic yeah a cool old car for most people um so i don't know be like jailbreak overlander whatever his name is it's yeah that thing's haggard yeah it's, oh it's, i think raptor liner weighs a ton like I think people, yeah. when people put it on the vehicle, I I notice a difference in in just the weight of the. Paint. Um, it couldn't it couldn't weigh more than like thirty pounds for the whole I mean, vehicle. Even yeah, with like all use, the yeah, they use six pints or six to eight pints for a vehicle. Okay. Um, so it was it wouldn't be it wouldn't be that crazy. Mm. Um, maybe bedliner when they used to do. Oh, bedliner. maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I bet that's yeah, what bedliner I'm thinking of, was heavy. Okay. Yeah, because they'd sprayed on like a half inch thick, yeah, or, three, okay. or quarter inch thick. That's what I'm thinking of then, for sure. Yeah. Well, I look forward to hearing what your projects are going to be because yep. you have to I have know. some some cool project. You guys got to influence me in the wrong way to to do something. <laughs> we didn't even know we were influencing you to do a trailer. You just started talking about it, and then the next week you owned a trailer. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that, that caused a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going camping in April for my birthday again. So. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Sweet. Speaking of uh 2022, yes. what um do we have any any fun trips planned? Uh, you just talked about camping for your birthday. Are you going back to the same place or are you going to go somewhere new? Yeah, we're just going back to North Carolina. Um, I think we're going to go there in April um, or during like kids spring break or something. I think that's around the same time. Um, but yeah, there's, there's cool mountain biking there. It's right on a river. I think it's called Davidson river. Super pretty spot. Um, right in the Pisgah national forest by tons of mountain biking stuff. So we liked it there last time, had a big campground, a lot of, a lot of pavement for the kids to ride around trails right off of it up the mountain. So so you should, uh, you'll be right over there by Hurricane Creek Trail. You can pop on that one, go to Max Patch up in that area as well. Okay. There's some good hmm. trails. Hurricane Creek is the trail I hit when I was coming back from Asheville okay. in November. Um, it's a two banana trail, maybe. 
nothing major, but it's really beautiful out there. Really nice drive. Cool. Is Mac Pack the place where people like sit and watch the sunset? I think like, so. Yeah. It's just really high. Did they close that down? Maybe they, they maybe they, they didn't, they're not allowing people to camp over there. Cause that's part of like the Appalachian trail, I think. Right. I think that's what it is. You can't camp there anymore okay. because that's people were is. trashing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Unfortunately. Um, but yeah, yeah, so because that that actually is part of the the AT the Appalachian Trail runs through Max Patch, and that's okay. really the only reason why I know about it is because oh, okay. um, people that are hiking the Appalachian uh, they'll they'll kind of hang out. There's a couple very um, dispersed campgrounds there for backpacking and stuff for them to because it's pretty close to the city where they can resupply and things like that. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've heard amazing things about Max Patch if you can hit it during sunset. Yeah, that area is really pretty. I I guess that's where I was. They had the interstate shut down right there. Uh, mm-hmm. And so you got to get on and off. And I was in traffic and was like, screw this. Yeah. There's a trail. I'm going to go down. Yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. I remember that route. That uh, it has a pretty, really pretty overlook right there. Mm-hmm. That uh, you can like walk out onto. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I'll take a look at that um, when we're there because we'll be there for a couple of days, I think. So that'd be sweet. Yeah, it's like a good two-hour trail, I'd say. Nothing, okay. nothing crazy. You know, hop up in the morning, yeah. cruise through, maybe have lunch out there, and then get back in. Nice. Okay. Um, as yeah. far as that, I don't have much more on the books. Um, doing a couple. I don't have anything far or crazy on the books yet. Um, obviously, I do things when they kind of pop up and don't plan a ton. But um, yeah, as of now, just... Just that trip. Nice. Yeah, I'll be building a Jeep. And then um oh, just maybe just you're just gonna build a Jeep. Yeah, I mean it's like Legos, like it all just yeah. comes apart and goes back together. <laughs> but yeah. Does it fall apart as easy as it's put together? Sometimes. Yeah. I mean you have a friend with a Jeep, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we all have a friend with a Jeep. Yeah. Uh sorry, Dave. <laughs> sorry, I'm not sorry. Yeah, so I've got the lift kit. Um, I think I might have said that before. It might have been probably on that one that was corrupted, but um, got a lift kit, putting the uh, Rubicon Express four and a half inch lift on the scrambler. Okay. We'll be doing that to fit 35s. And then I also have a uh, set of Dana 44 axles that are going to be going under it. Okay. Um, actually okay. the rear is going to be a 489 not sure if you're familiar with the dana 489 but it actually uses the same ring and pinion out of a jku uh, a little bit bigger beefier but still fits in the dana 44 axle housing so big props to east coast gear supply for helping me kind of get all this build kind of figured out and and designed up but yeah so the axle should get here in march i'd say oh wow Lift Some kit's time. already in my garage. So um, once the lift gets in or once the axles get in, we'll just put the lift on, throw them in there, and then uh, we'll be good to go. Uh, I'll have uh, ARB lockers front and rear Ooh. for it. You learned. Um, yeah, I'm pretty pumped. Uh, have the Jeep, build, you know, yeah. Jeep built. And, and we've been, you know, I've had the Jeep for, five years now and is it a cj7 cj8 scrambler so it's a truck was originally a pickup truck but 
I have a full full hardtop on it now and a full cage in it, and so it's it's essentially an LJ. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have back seat in it, you know, kids can ride all that good stuff, but it's nice. been sitting for, I mean, I started up every, every other week or so, but it's been sitting for almost like six months now because I've been saving up for this part of the build, um, yeah, to be able to do it this way. Um, I had a rear axle seal go out and it's been out a couple of times or something wrong with that axle shaft or axle housing that I have in there. And so I was like, I'm not replacing that anymore. I'm just going to let it sit. I'm going to save my money. And build it how i want to build it and so been saving for a while and finally pulled the trigger last week on the Man, axles got them ordered that's exciting and uh yeah so yeah it shouldn't be too bad i mean a lift kit on old cj is it's just leaf springs and a and some shocks i mean you know yeah. you gotta the front you gotta do some work for the steering you gotta put some shims in to make sure your drive line angles stay good. I'll probably have to replace drive shafts. I will have to replace drive shafts because yeah. the Dana 44 outputs are gonna be different than um what we were what we're at today with the AMC 20 in the back and the Dana 30 up front. Hmm. So yeah, that'll happen. Uh so March. Yeah, that's exciting. April time frame. We'll be getting this Jeep ready to go again. And it'll be fun to be able to drive it again. Like I miss yeah. just cruising the kids to school in it or something it's just a yeah. fun car to drive when you're poking around town yeah. so you doing bigger gears what's your gear ratio now and kind of what you what's the the plan for that yeah my gear ratio now is horrible i don't know what it is but it's way too low already for for where where i need it so i'm going to go to i haven't decided i i, I have like an, basically i've got like 60 days until the axles go into production and they'll call me right before they go into production and confirm the build specs. And so um, I'm deciding on gear ratios. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to go 411s or 456 um, for the gears. Six all the way. Go taller. So I think I think that's I was I I'm on four. I have 411s on my build sheet right now. But I've been talking to a bunch of Jeep head, older Jeep heads that I have that are on Instagram and people I've just followed and kind of asking them, Hey, you guys have been doing this for longer than I've been fucking alive what do you recommend yeah. <laughs> yep. and uh just like you said jeff a majority of them are going at least 456s um so yeah it's, if you're if it was a daily driver and you had highway miles every day then i would say yeah i go a little lower i don't know the calculations i'm not some gear master but i know that whenever you're in the the the, perp, the point of gearing and you um are between sizes go for the higher up size you can always just not do 75 or 80 on the freeway i don't uh, do that anyways have you seen that so, you know mm -mm. yeah you're not doing top end you know maybe it'll top out a little bit slower but you have so much more power and then when you drop it in four low that first gear is going to be extra low yeah yeah i so, had a ranger i had a ford ranger in high school that i built and i put ford ranger ford, for, ford fucking <laughs> ranger <laughs> I had um, four 56s in it and I had like a 33 on it, I think. And uh, it was, I mean, first gear, you didn't really use it driving around town, but when you were trying to drive it off road and you were um, like, unlike a little bit of rocks, it was just a two wheel drive. Um, having that little bit lower was nice. And especially if you put some stuff in it, had gear in it, it was nice to have that little bit lower. And, you know, especially with four wheel drive that, that low crawl ratio, I mean, that's insane. I wish I had 
double what I had now. Cause it's just so controllable and you don't just hammer the gas and everything starts spinning. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a company called Marlin crawler and they build mm-hmm. the gear reductions for the Toyotas. This, that I, don't know if I call my split can't split split transfer case. I think they call them. I'm not sure, but the, the, the transfer case that Toyotas have, how they bolt up to the, um, the transmission housing or how the, sorry, how the transmission bolts to the transfer case, you can stack in the gear reductions and you can do like 4.8 to one ratio reduction off of your transmission. So, you know, if your vehicle tops out at 80, you would top out at 20 miles per hour. If you just did that one reduction, then you would have, then you'd have four low as well. So that's like a three to one, I don't know, three to one or so. So then with that, your top speed would be like eight miles an hour would be like shifting through every single gear. You'd be able to go eight miles per hour. So there's a guy, I don't know of him personally, but uh, through friends, I know of him and he has a Tacoma that has um, a a dual transfer case, almost like an Atlas transfer case. Mm -hmm. You know, Atlas transfer cases, they have like the two Mm -hmm. levers and you can gear them down. There's a dude that has a, not not the newest gen Tacoma. What was the, the generation before the newest gen? Whatever that generation is, he has a, he has a split transfer case, which is yeah. which is wild to see because I think he has a manual gearbox too. So you have the uh, yeah, so he has the the manual shifter, two transfer cases that are all kind of stacked all right there in the center. Console. Yeah, it's pretty cool to see. That's pretty neat. Wild. So yeah. with that low power, you just get crazy ratio, and I think the guy's Tacoma has two of them stacked on it, so it's like five hundred and eighty to one. So there's a video of him online where he starts it mm-hmm. and he's in first gear, the two transfer cases and four low. And he's in a four wheel four. Sorry. He's in a four banger Toyota Tacoma on like forties, maybe even bigger 42s. And he's got out of the vehicle. He got out fully and he's on a vertical, like eight foot climb going up this rock mounds and he's not even in the vehicle <laughs> and it's it's no one's even touching the gas and it's just going and it's so funny to see it you'll see it slip mm-hmm. and it'll be like it'll be like slow motion where it'll be like like where the tires squealing yeah and then the other tires will pick up traction and then it'll just go and it's just wild the power of the ratio kickdown is insane yeah you have so much more control that's like, like cheating yeah it is cheating yeah it's totally cheating <laughs> there's um in the new broncos if you get the manual transmission there's a crawler gear so right yeah. above first there's a there's a little c a c on the uh gear select if you flip that down and it gears it even lower than first so not the yeah. same thing but at least well you know it's a crawler gear which is what no it is it's totally the same thing okay my cool. buddy yeah. my buddy had a power stroke diesel um f250 that was a manual and it was this, I think it was a six speed with the crawler gear nice. and the okay. crawler gear is for like boat, romp, boat launch ramps and things yeah. like that. So you didn't actually have to go into four wheel drive or anything. If you had a big load, so low, yeah. if you, if you put it in that crawler gear, I helped my buddy launch his boat one time. I put it in the crawler gear in first or sorry, in crawl gear. Mm-hmm. 
And I had my foot on the brake and I just slowly let out the clutch without even touching the gas yet. And then I let off the brake and we were rolling forward uphill on a boat ramp, just like that same concept as like four low and stuff. Yeah. Um, So that low ratio helps a ton. And especially if you're going to wheel it and you have a daily go, go one higher. Yeah. Yeah. I think that decision has been made now. So I need to go ahead and just make that call because yeah. Because you're going to need to put bigger tires on it with those axles. Yeah. I'm going 35 to 37s for sure. So are you are you building this for the Rubicon? Yes, California. Ah, okay, cool. That's the vision. The you know yeah. every every build I've, I've done, I have a vision of where I want to take it, and sure. I want to take it down the Rubicon and and do you know two to three days out there wheeling and camping out of a jeep. So yeah, um, nice. That's awesome. That'll be insane. Yeah. So thankfully, yeah, we've got you know I want to take it on the rally. So you know hopefully get it done in April. That gives me four or five months of shakedown trips to you know, shake loose all the stuff and make sure it's all good and tight before we get on the rally. Uh, so one question for you with that. So do you have, do you kind of have bumpers and armors on the front of the, of the Jeep already? When there's bumpers on the front just of the, the Jeep. Okay. Is it an aftermarket bumper or something? No, it's just a piece of metal. Okay. Across just the front a flat, of the flat bar. <laughs> yeah. So what <laughs> I'm getting at baby. is, what I'm getting at is, is you can get a tow bar set up for that thing mm-hmm. and tow flat tow with your cruiser. I could. Um, I've actually, my brother-in-law, uh, owns a hotshot trucking company and, uh, I think I'm going to just be able to borrow his, uh, dually and flatbed trailer and just drive that up. There you go. I think I can, I don't know. I don't know. I think the flatbed trailer might be big enough where I could probably strap my rooftop tent to the back of it on the way out too. So I could just (laughs) set it up on top of the trailer whenever we get out there. (laughs) Oh man. That's funny. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, my plan right now is to tow the Jeep to the rally because the first rally I did, I actually did it in the Jeep as well, but it was in its current state, which is on 32 inch tires and a two inch lift. And, uh, it, it, it did fine on the rally the rally was not as, as serious as it is now. I'll tell you that much too, is it, it has gotten much more, um, technical from a trail perspective than it was two years prior. And so the Jeep did fine, but it did break down. I had that the same axle seal that's leaking now actually went out on the rally. Oh, and so um, ended up having to tow it back home because, you know, AutoZone doesn't have bearings and seals for uh, 40-year-old Jeeps anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so had to tow it home. And that kind of sucked. So I was like, if I ever do a trip like this and that thing again, it's, it's going to be towed there because yeah. it's not a Land Cruiser people yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> just leave it at that exactly. um it is a jeep and so yes. hopefully but hopefully like i said i can get through a few months get some good shakedown runs in it get it get it nice and dialed in and then yeah it should be a whole lot of fun on the rally I'm, I'm i'm excited but yeah it's uh that's that's what i'll be doing over the winter once well spring i guess when everything gets yeah. in is getting that thing built but luckily like i said it's not a lot i think Getting the steering right is probably going to be, you know, the the most kind of dialing in piece of it. Yeah. Everything else just bolt right up. Nice. Yeah, are you doing like a bigger steering box and stuff on that? Or I've already got um, the H1, so the Hummer steering box is a direct oh, bolt right. in for the CJ, and so I upgraded that. That's huge. Then that's yeah, it gives you variable control, so at high speeds you don't have the uh, 
you know, very, very touchy steering. Um, and so, yeah, I got the H1 steering box in. And actually, last winter, I went through the steering box, put a uh, heavy-duty mount on it as well, and then uh, did the steering shaft all the way up, too. So most of the steering has been replaced. And then on okay. the 44 on the front, I also went ahead and ordered the one-ton, one-ton uh, high-steer kit. So that way, all oh. the steering components are out of the way, so we don't tear them up on the rally either. Um, thank Danger Bill for that recommendation because he pretty much was like, "Dude, you're gonna break it if you don't do it now." And I was yeah. like, "You're right." And so we went ahead and <laughs> just got it with the right specs out of the gate. <laughs> so you have a one-ton front axle for that? It'll be one-ton steering. So one-ton um, steering, okay. Tie, uh, tie rod ends and uh, and and your, you know, all your steering components will be the one-ton steering. Gotcha. And yeah, you don't need one ton if you're running that same engine, right? There's as no far point, as axles? Probably. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it depends on what I want to do with it. If I wanted to build it to be a rock crawler to go out to Moab and do all those kind of trails, I'd probably want them because you'd want, if I was running like 40 inch tires or 42 inch tires, yeah, I'd probably want the yeah. one ton axles. But yeah. I don't plan to go that big with it, um, it. ever. So it, it, it just, it's not that, that car. So I think 37 would be the biggest I go. If I go to 37s, but I, I still think 35s are going to be the the perfect look okay. and yeah, and yeah. capability that I want to get out of it. So yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be a good time. That'll be sweet. That'll be a that'll be a epic epic build just to get all those things put together and and see it it's one thing to have like a different vehicle like or buy a different vehicle but there's another aspect of building it from nothing to something and seeing that vehicle because you know how it drives it feels like your vehicle and when you just buy something new it doesn't feel like your vehicle and you don't know how it acted before you know so like your your cruiser when you took it to the cove with lockers and then without lockers or sorry, without lockers, then with lockers, you really get an idea of how well it performs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it was, and you could watch, you know, the other cruiser that was with us didn't have lockers and the way he had to hit obstacles and the way I hit obstacles were completely different. I mean, I, yeah. you know, there was one point we had to go over a tree that was across the trail and I don't know, the tree was probably up to my knee, I'd say. Um, okay, as good far size. as, yeah, good size tree. Like I had to like, you know, I looked at it, I was like, okay, here's how we approach this ride. And I put one tire on, then got the other one on and kind of did the same thing and, and Tito taught over it. And, you know, but I was, I was, I had the front locker engaged. So as soon as my front wheels hit, it was gripping and pulling itself over. And then I had my rear locker engaged. So when it hit, it was gripping and pulling itself over. Right. The other Land Cruiser didn't have lockers. And so once one wheel started to hit and spin, you know, a track is trying, but it's still not doing what lockers do like at the end of the day like a track is not lockers sorry people yeah they're not um (laughs) even though a lot of people will try to argue with me who don't have lockers and say oh it's the same it's not the same i've driven off-road with both (laughs) you can still drive off with both because your a track works perfectly fine it does so i still use that you know if i don't have the because i don't i don't keep the front engaged all the time because you lose all of your steering uh, radius when you have your locker in, but completely different. Um, and so, you know, that, that's one thing I noticed is like that, that tree is a great example where he was having to like 
use more acceleration and speed to try to get over a tree and he couldn't get over. I ended up having to snatch strap him over both of them front and back. Um, yeah, because that's, he couldn't get over. And that's where that front locker plays. And I think I talked about this one time before, but when I was at Windrock last time, I think it was trail 27, super big obstacle. And I had, I tip, like you said, LJ, I keep the, you know, if I'm in technical stuff, I keep the rear engaged mm-hmm. and then, when I need the front, I'll turn it on. If I see something I need to, because it puts a lot of stress on everything on your mm-hmm. whole drivetrain Cause it buckles everything when you turn. And, um, there was one obstacle where I needed to climb my driver's side tire up probably three feet. It was as tall as not a little bit taller than my tire. It was like this rock rock face that I had to like come up on the side to, so I would avoid hitting my whole um, vehicle, my whole passenger side on a rock. And I flipped that front locker on and immediately it just gripped and just pulled, pulled the whole vehicle up. It just lifted the vehicle up. And in other scenarios, you would have a track kicking in and it would work really well, but it can only do two tires at a time. So it does one front and one rear because of the center diff lock. So it can only do plant brakes on two tires at a time. So when it switches, there can be, you know, some extra slippage and not as much control as a locker. And like, you know, you're, you're, you're two footing it where you're holding the brake mm-hmm. and using the gas to just crawl up real slow. So you don't slide off of something or bump off of something. And that difference of that control with lockers and without is, is insane. And when you've driven both, you can kind of tell what that feels like and how it, how it works. It's a key word there. It's control. Uh, I think that's the, that's the biggest difference, you know, is, is I can, you know, the difference I see is I can go into an obstacle and not feel like I've got to hammer the gas to get over it. I can just let it, let the engine do its job, let the lockers do their job and get over something a lot safer um, and more calculated than I would have before. Right. Can it get over it? Probably. But are you going to risk tearing something up? Most definitely. Um, yeah. So it is, it is nice. And, you know, I am that guy now that I have them like, yeah, this is great. And I don't know if I can go back because just the level of control you have is, is phenomenal. It's, it's just something that's a unicorn to have, especially in an IFS vehicle is most people would not spend the money to put in the front locker. Um, one with, you know, some misknowledge of, you know, it's going to be harder on my drivetrain than without one. Um, and things like that. And it's actually probably a bit stronger because you don't grenade that diff because it's stronger. And when you have a vehicle like these land cruisers, most people buy them with 200,000 miles or more on them, dude, that shit is worn out. Like your front diff is worn out. If it's factory, it's worn. It's not a brand new diff. That's 10, 10, uh, thousand miles old, 10,000 miles old, or like a year old. You got 20 years on that thing, man. Mm-hmm. It's it's getting there. So it's worn out. That's a maintenance item. That's like a timing belt. That's like tires and brakes. Any gear driven thing is going to wear out like a water pump, all that stuff. So um, that's a lot of, a lot of this is people are going out in old vehicles. My front diff has some play in it. I know that it has 212,000 miles on it. It's worn out. It needs to get rebuilt. Those bearings are original. I have no extended diff breather. So it it's worn out, right? And you know, 
if you do that preventative maintenance to fix it before, then you're going to be good on the trail and you're not going to have things break and it's just going to help you. So putting in a front locker is going to strengthen that front diff. You're going to redo the shims on the gears or get new gears. And you're going to mm-hmm. take, you know, that precaution and, and you're doing a rebuild and yeah, it's going to be a thousand bucks extra just for the locker and the airlines and all that stuff. But if you're going to wheel it, it's, it's totally worth it. Cause you're going to get it back when you, you know, want to sell it. And you know, you're selling someone who appreciates that you'll get half the money back. Probably. I'm not selling it. Yeah, exactly. I don't think I'll ever sell it. I think, uh, I think my next place will make sure it has enough room to have both my Jeep, my Land Cruiser and whatever vehicle I need to do my job effectively. <laughs> Yeah, I look at it. It's like, you know, the the Land Cruisers, it's going to be a touring vehicle for us. Like anytime we want to do a big trip, anything like that, like that's the vehicle that you're going to do it in. And thankfully now it's built to where we can pretty much go anywhere in it when we want to, which is nice. Um, but you do say you're talking too about far built. It's not it's too not. far built to be like and not comfortable on the road. You have leather seats, a Tesla screen, heated seats. You know, it's it's a comfortable vehicle. It's a good riding vehicle on the road. So you know, you're right at that point of where it's like, you know, an extreme rock crawler to, you know, daily driver comfortable with the family. Yeah. That's a perfect. Yep. It's an overland vehicle, spot. I guess is the best way to put it. I mean, call it touring overlanding, but it's, it's built to be able to drive to Colorado and then go do all those Colorado trails and not, yeah. you know, not have an issue. Right. Cause the, the mountain passes are cool, but like Poughkeepsie and some of those other corkscrew trails, like those are wheeling trails. Like you're wheeling in those trails and, you know, you try to climb the wall at Poughkeepsie without lockers and you're, that's a hard trail to a hard obstacle mm-hmm. to get over without lockers. Um, to the point where we saw one guy almost flip on our trip because it was, it's so Happy, difficult. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and even, even Lee who has a front and rear lock 200 series couldn't get up that obstacle that day because it was so wet. So, you know, there's, yeah. there's some real wheeling that goes on out there that isn't just the Alpine loop on some gravel roads going over a pass. Um, so you want to be able to do those. Those are what I enjoy. Right. And so the Jeep will end up being, you know, hopefully the it's more fun, right? Summertime, let's get out, enjoy it, but it's still not being overbuilt to the point where I can't drive to the gas station or cruise over the grocery store on Sunday and pick up groceries. Right. Cause I still want to enjoy that part of the Jeep because that's the best part to me sometimes is, Hey, it's a 75 degree day. I should be driving the Jeep today because it's beautiful outside. Yeah. It's my, it's my convertible, right? Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. you yeah. can have your Sebring, Michael Scott. I'll take my Jeep CJ. <laughs> uh, oh. But yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's a, I don't think I, I'm talking about trips go. I don't have anything planned right now though, for trips. Um, I am, I am going to do some, I am going to do a big trip. I don't know what it is yet, uh, but I will be heading somewhere that isn't on the East coast. Nice. Uh, I'm trying to figure that out. Nice. We talked a little bit about it on here. Of, I know I'm going to add in some fishing, probably some, yeah. uh, something down along those lines and then, um, some more mountain biking. So we'll, 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 we'll have something fun lined up to get the cruiser out. Mountain bike landing. What? Mountain, mountain bike, bike landing. landing. Oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> took me a minute. I got COVID brain still. Uh, <laughs> or what if you say overland biking? Yeah, I don't know. What's I think it's just mountain, mountain biking, isn't it? <laughs> Empty oh, being brought and biking landing. I feel like we're trying too hard. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> <too hard. 
Oh, so, uh, yeah, Steve, any, 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 you're talking, I know you got a, uh, the new baby, you got any, yeah. uh, any trips or are you just going to be laying low this year and getting used to that life? Yeah, I think, I think the majority of my, my camping will be more local. Uh, there is like, uh, I want to go to Mammoth Caves, which is in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that would be phenomenal. That's a very nice quirky, uh, um, uh, coaster. <laughs> uh, I want to go to Mammoth Caves because, well, when I lived in Texas, we would go to Carlsbad Caverns all the time, and and that was nice. um, I loved just going to caves and seeing the the structure of caves it was just fascinating to me. So I would love to go to Mammoth Caves there in Kentucky, um, but I think a lot of my stuff is just going to be local, uh, unless if I can sneak away for um, a little bit longer trip, but you know, probably six months at least, uh, because I, I don't, Jessica loves camping with me. And so I feel kind of guilty of just saying, see ya, you know, you're with Olivia for the weekend. So, or for the, for the week. So, uh, yeah, it definitely gets easier. Yeah. It gets easier. <laughs> I, yeah. I imagine. Cause then you can start to bring them Steve. So this yeah. is, here's the locked secret. Okay. If you bring your kids camping with you, you can go anytime you want. Yeah. This nice. is true. I like that idea. And That's I mean, my secret, my yeah. wife doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I plan on incorporating, you know, uh, I want to bring, I want to bring Olivia camping with us as much as we can because it's how I grew up. Um, so, um, but I think obviously I don't think taking a, a yeah, two adult camping is not maybe the best thing in the yeah, world. You shouldn't so. try it next weekend because it's nah. cold and yes. Um, yeah, and she'll yeah. be like three weeks old. So yeah, maybe the 21 day old baby is not the best thing to bring camping. But uh, I'm hoping six months ish, probably fall, probably because I don't like camping in the summer, middle of summer. That sucks. I, I mean, you can always guy. you can yeah. always put her in the tent, the rooftop tent, with yep. you in your driveway. That's true. I mean, like that's the that's the best yeah. aspect of it. They're not going to know the difference of yeah. their crib versus your bed. If you're right there next to them, they're going to love it. So yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, you know, I'll just drive to my parents. They have some property out in Columbia and it's way out in the sticks. And so if I really well, want to build a fire and that, <laughs> that defeats the whole purpose of being able to go back into your house, Steve. That's true. Okay. That's true. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Damn it. I forgot a bottle. No. <laughs> yeah. You'll so. forget a bottle. Don't worry. It's okay. So. You're not a bad dad. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, um, yeah. Nothing, uh, nothing too major. Maybe if something comes up later on in the year, um, but yeah, just springtime. I'm pretty much out just because it'll be so so early for or so she'll be so young. Um, fall time is more likely what's going to happen for me um, if I if I bring her camping, um, which I I will honestly. It's just it's just part of who I am, and I want her to enjoy. I want to enjoy the outdoors with her. And, watch her experience and grow outside. So, um, yeah, nice. no sort of major plans for me. So what, what kind of politicking do we need to do to get you on the rally this year, Steve? Oh. Uh, I just need to not break my foot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start there. Let me just not step on a bassinet. Like shatter uh, my see, foot bone. Steve, your seat's taken already. 
fine. Seats well, taken. I'll be a check pointer, and then I won't give you all the coordinates. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't need the coordinates. No. <laughs> we don't need the coordinates. <laughs> you guys got it. I, I, might, I Honestly, if if y'all – seriously, like if, if y'all's team is full, which you guys have had – I mean, obviously your team was magical last year because you, you placed uh, – Three Musketeers? On, yeah. On three podium, Amigos? So, like – I might as well just be a checkpointer and, and hang out and, you know, <laughs> yeah, I see that. I see the, uh, the little, um, I mean, um, yeah. two out of three are winners right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn shots fired. Am I really your friend? Shit. I listened you to the until you broke your foot. <laughs> you were until you broke your foot. Oh, man. No, but for real, I do plan on going to red plate rally. Um, Maybe it's a checkpoint, or maybe I just ride along with y'all. Maybe I just—I mean, just the camp. I mean, a camp. So, <laughs> just the camp. Oh yeah, would be yeah. good. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. That would be I, plenty. If good. I go, you will definitely see my ass. Let me just say that. <laughs> I think I—I I, I really think you would enjoy checkpointing. Uh, I think so too. Like knowing your personality, I—I I think yeah. you'd, you'd really enjoy that piece because yeah. uh, it's—it's fun. Uh, those guys really enjoy it. It's always yeah. cool to roll up and see folks because. I mean, it was pretty much a Nashville crew last year. So we'd pull up and, you know, you'd see Nick and then. Oh, yeah. Nick's uh, always asking me every year if I want to yeah. be a checkpointer. So um, yep. you've got a, yeah, there were like three checkpointers from Nashville last year. So it was like nice. going up and seeing the homies you see at yeah. local meetups and stuff. Like, hey, what's yeah. up, man? Yeah. And you want to talk yeah. to them. But... It was funny. It was cool rolling up and seeing Ethan and then Nick. And like, it's Walk funny, just it. like rolling up and them seeing your truck and like, damn, Jeff, your truck is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to you, dude? Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, thanks. <laughs> I look out the window, my fender's gone. Yeah, you want to hang out and talk, but then you remember that you're racing and yeah. you're like, okay, love you guys, but we're out of go. yes now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know. If we weren't in it, it'd be different. I think it'd be just we'd hang out probably for an hour yeah. <laughs> and get back on the road. <laughs> yep, for sure. So, but we were actually yeah. in it this year, uh, yep. which was fun. Yeah, and you guys had a phenomenal team. You know, you, you two and Eric uh, just I think killed it. So, uh, yeah, maybe I'll be I'll be there at some capacity. I imagine um, unless if something comes up again like me breaking my other foot or something ridiculous but <laughs> you break your other foot you're gonna get broken face dude. yeah like I'm sloppy. yeah we're gonna come jerk you out of your bed if you break your foot yeah again. you're like here's some drugs shut yeah, up it's some oxy take it let's go <laughs> get in exactly. bitches though so. yeah yeah um, uh, no so like i am looking forward to the right play rally for sure They've actually done a lot of advertising lately. I'm seeing a lot of different groups start I'm posting too. with them and stuff like that. So they're yeah. uh, they're trying to get some more folks engaged on it. But they're doing a touring division now and that. a competitive division. division. Yeah. yeah, two so, different classes. So if you don't want to be super serious competitive, you can just roll out in the touring division and ride the trails, enjoy your day, and and have fun and hang out and you know not not be super – you know, into it because there's some groups out there that just want to have fun and cruise around yeah. and ride some trails that were planned out for them. And that's totally cool. Uh, I'm just too damn competitive to live an easy life like that. I don't know. <laughs> you know what's yeah, really I'm, cool about that is that that gives people that maybe are just getting into full driving an amazing opportunity to learn the vehicle in a, in a fairly safe environment. Yeah. Because you have people around you, you know, um, and then you could learn. I mean, I imagine someone that, that, bought a brand new Tacoma outfitted it with all the latest from mainline overland and then 
haven't hasn't done anything goes to this, I'm sure they'll learn loads and loads of stuff from three days of wheeling. So well, bad I, I love that he's doing that. I think it's an awesome opportunity. Yeah, it'll be cool with the two the two different, you know, ticket types. And mm-hmm. you know, one's three hundred dollars and one's two hundred and twenty dollars. So it's a it's a three hundred bucks is a good amount for a for a you know a activity, but it's not a lot for how much fun you have. I mean it's yeah. It's oh, memories yeah. for for your lifetime that yeah. you know you'll have and stories that we'll have forever. Yeah. So, um, you know, you can do it as a touring or competition, and yeah, I mean, it's 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 just insane. It's an experience. I, I, my buddy who I wanted to go the previous year, um, and this year that was before um, or when you bounced out, I tried to get him to go and. And I'm like, dude, this is just insane. So he's like making it. He's full-time on the road um, with his family. He's going to be out somewhere and he's going to fly in from wherever he's at to to do it, I think. So it's going to be pretty sick. He's going to be super excited. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it'll be – I already told Billy. I said, dude, bring your coveralls, bro. We're doing the Jeep. It's going (laughs) to – there's going to be no top on it. Yep. It's just going to be a cage and a Jeep. (laughs) Get some cots yeah i'm, I'm cots really hoping sleeping. it's i'm really hoping we have weather like we had last year uh and at the end of the day if the weather's crappy and it's going to be cold and rainy i'll just pull the e-brake and we'll go on the cruiser and it'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> like i'm not i'm not so married to the switch. Jeep can you I'm switch just, vehicles i can tell you yeah, i can vehicles. switch vehicles you can go the fuck i want to <laughs> oh man that'd be I mean, they're awesome. ba- they'd be basically the same thing in terms of like their rules right it's a it's a locked you know, front rear 35. So yeah, I don't yeah. know what it would, you know. <laughs> well, honestly, we didn't like, since we, we won, we got free tickets. Mm-hmm. So we didn't actually register. I just let him know, Hey, how do I, how do I buy tickets with your papers that you gave me that don't have any numbers? Just text me when it opens. And I texted him and all of a sudden, 20 minutes later, all of our tickets appeared in my, uh, uh, in my inbox. So, nice. there we go. There you, you know, go. uh, I thought I was like, so, it, you know, I can literally show up whenever I want now because yeah. it wasn't like I went on and registered with a certain vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, awesome. so yeah, should be fun. Yeah. So I guess there is one big event we're doing. We're doing one yeah. big trip, right? We're doing the rally. Yeah. So this year it's over my wife's birthday. Ooh. You've already so, covered that with her, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> good, good. I mean, it's still up for discussion. Is it? But we're going. I'm going, but it's still just, it's the up for discussion part. So like, figure out what the, the biggest thing on the honey-do list and knock that out of the park right before you yeah. ask her. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to need you to be so. on your best behavior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Accepting donations for a party. <laughs> before <laughs> we'll start an only fans yes. oh <laughs> i'll show you pictures of me cleaning my cruiser like no one's business <laughs> be out there it is man thong oh man exactly. i pay for it no okay <laughs> <laughs> that's funny when you're true, it's funny when you're true. <laughs> oh man good stuff yeah guys good stuff good catching up with y'all again yeah man that, that was, was fun a, it was a fun podcast. It was. It was. Maybe, maybe we'll do two this year. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> maybe three. Yeah, more than three. 
less than 30, maybe. I don't know. Yep. We did like 30 last year. Yeah. Yeah. Is that how many we did? Something like that. It was up there. Wow. It was right at right around 30. Yeah. I can't believe we're in season two. I feel so official now. It's weird. It's weird. I like it. It's actually happening. We've got like 10 followers now. Like we're moving, guys. We're moving. 50% growth. (laughs) Showers, not growers. Hey. (laughs) Uh, That's a good one to end it on. Y'all have a good night, people. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.